My name is Deborah. My name is Monica Grace. This is Whose We Are. So let's pray in. Father, we thank you for the opportunity to gather here today, Lord God. We pray that everything that we say today, you use us as a mouthpiece. Father, let your Holy Spirit flow through us and let the people that are supposed to hear it, hear it. And let everyone be able to take something from this and be blessed. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 So welcome to our season two of our Who's We Are podcast. And in this season, we're going to introduce a whole bunch of different things that we're really excited about. Um, the first one is a book review. So in some of our episodes, we're going to review the different books that we've been reading throughout the season, especially books we feel relate to which, whatever topic that we're doing for that episode. And then we also have Dignified or Delivered, where you all will get an opportunity to send in different situations or um, questions or anything like that and just ask us, how would we respond to this situation? Would we be dignified or would we be delivered? So in being dignified, I forgot which one is what thing. When you're dignified, it's like you're in the flesh, right? Yeah, dignified is like you're trying to hold your pride and your ego together in that moment. Mm -hmm. Whereas like delivered is like you're letting loose. You're just Mm -hmm. like spirit take over. Okay, okay, okay. Yes. See, that was a perfect description. So we're going to answer and see. And we're going to be honest about which one we would be in that moment. And then we can also think of if there's anything throughout our week that we can post to you all and say like, yeah, in this situation, I was dignified. Or in this situation, I was delivered. And then also, in addition to that, we're going to um, share our email so that anyone can send us questions or anything that um, either you want us to share or you want us to not share, but you want us to respond to so we can really engage with our listeners. We appreciate everyone who is, you know, listening to us and is embarking on this journey with us of us really going deeper. And the email is www.podcast.tv at gmail.com. Again, that's www.podcast.tv at gmail.com. And then we would also love if you all follow our Instagram page, Whose We Are, just like the title of this podcast. And then now we're just going to jump straight in. All right. So this week's episode, we just want to piggyback on our episode, um, season one, episode six, Mm -hmm. which was about hearing from God. Mm -hmm. And especially in this season, I think that we still are going on that journey. I mean, as a Christian, you're always going on that journey of hearing from God. But even more so now with the direction our lives are going we want to hear from god more Mm -hmm. and just kind of tune out the noise and you know there's a lot of things when we get in a lot of information Mm -hmm. um and it's like you just sit back and think to yourself like god is this you is this me Mm -hmm. is this he (laughs) like i don't know like so yeah this episode we're just gonna talk more about hearing from god and Um, our experiences and Mm -hmm. like what this season is like of hearing from God, God's voice, Mm -hmm. all of that. Yeah. Um, Okay. So what do you think is the strangest thing that God 
has told you or asked you to do? Um, I mean, I think like God doesn't ask me to do too many strange things. <laughs> I don't think so, but I think um, or like the most like oh, this is like out of the ordinary or you know. Yeah. Um, for me, I feel like God definitely gives me a lot of parameters for my life, mm-hmm. and. I think God knows the thing specifically for Deborah that he's like, okay, for you, your life, you need to hone in on these things or you need to separate yourself. So the strangest thing I think for me is like when I was really hearing from God of like, okay, I want you to be moving towards um, a more like plant-based diet, um, eating more whole foods, natural foods. I want you to be more modest. God's even told me to just stop talking at one point because I just was going through this thing. Well, I still am. Like, I talk a lot and just talking and saying the wrong things. And God was just like, yeah, you need to learn how to talk less. Mm-hmm. Um, but then in that, like, you know, I don't know. I think God just like, he always just <sighs> tells me to do stuff I don't want to do. Hmm. But that's all of us, I think. That is all of us. I feel like even in you saying that, at first when I was thinking about it, I was like, oh, God hasn't asked me to do any strange, not any, but like, oh, that many strange things. But I'm like, no, God asked me to do strange things all the time. I'm like, even being up here right now, you know, God asked me to stay with you for 40 days. And at first I'm like, this is pretty crazy. And then I bring it to you and you're like, oh, no. Like you, like, you were kind of like, you know, you could see why God would ask that. And I was like, okay. And I was like, mm, this is still pretty crazy. But then when, when I was telling my family, their reaction really made me feel like, oh, yeah, I can see how this is, like, not normal. Like, my brothers were like, are you okay? Like, you know, are you running from something? Like, is somebody out to get you? And I'm just like, no. <laughs> But I don't know. And then when I was driving up here, I'm like, I felt like how the grooms feel when they get like cold feet. I'm like, oh my God, do I still want to do it? Do I still want to do it? I'm like, oh God, what is this thing? Like, I don't know. Um, And that's just like one of the things, like I can actually now think of a bunch of strange things that I have been told to do. And I'm like, yeah. Like what? Like what? Yeah. (laughs) um well i guess that's not really strange like um god will ask me to pay attention to like the people that nobody's paying attention to like on the train like the people that are like showing signs of a mental illness and everybody else is just like you know disregarding them and not paying attention to them and it happened to me with this um woman and literally everyone was ignoring her and i was literally talking to god i'm gonna stop saying literally literally i was talking to god earlier that morning and i was seeing the patterns of the people that he puts around me to kind of like minister to or things like that and then um i realized like yeah it's always something with like mental illness and things like that so much like too i'm sorry um and then I get to the train station and everyone is 
everyone is ignoring this person. And I just started laughing in my head because I'm like, God, this is directly, we were just talking about this and now it's like presented in front of me. And at first I was wrestling with it. I was like, oh no. And she was talking specifically about racism. And, but to me, appearance wise, I'm like, she looks pretty like white passing. So I was confused. Like she was saying that people, uh, white people were being um, racist towards her. So I was like, mm, I don't know. And then I started talking to her and just the whole situation really, really blessed me. And um, in that encounter, God asked me to give her um, money for, she was going for surgery or something like that. She had cancer. She, she, it was like a really, I was really blessed by just hearing her story. And obviously even more so that I was in a position to be able to give something to her. And um, I prayed with her on the train and everybody was just looking at me because obviously they saw like, you know, this person, everybody was just walking past like, you know, they, a lot of people, especially I think in metropolitan cities, they see people that are in need as like a nuisance. It's like a disturbance to their day. They're trying to go to work. They're trying to go wherever. And you're just like, you know, here with your problems. Like it just, that's the sentiment I feel in metropolitan cities. And at first I used to be like that, but I feel like as I am more one with the Holy Spirit, I'm just unable to, anytime I see something, I feel it in my spirit. I genuinely feel it, you know? So, um, I was praying with her on the train and I saw everybody was just looking at me like, what are you doing? Cause we're like holding hands, we're praying and this woman is crying and everything like that. And, um she when i was praying for her she just started speaking in tongues and saying all these all these things that she's like you know god is showing me and she says all these things from my life that i genuinely want but i don't know her so she did she doesn't even know that i want those things and they were very specific too so it was just like wow god like this is really you um and even when i was praying for her and everything she didn't know i was going to give her money she didn't know any of those things so I was happy to be able to be a blessing to her in that moment. But it really came from that hearing God in, in the morning of like, yeah, you know, pay attention to the people that are around you that, you know, may seem like they have a mental illness, seem like, you know, they're being disregarded, um, even like the homeless population, everything like that. And it's so interesting because those people also just naturally gravitate towards me anyway. You know, when nobody else is paying attention to them, they will sit down next to me on the train and they will tell me their story or whatever the case is. So it's just about, you know, humanizing people. And no matter what it looks like they're going through, just being there for them as a person. And I even asked one of my um, guy friends, in like after he had gone through a huge um kind of mental health hurdle what about our interaction really just made him feel continuously comfortable and he said like you know you were talking to me like i was a human being and nobody else was doing that you know so that's something that now i'm even more aware of and after god told me that too it's like yeah i'm gonna be attuned um there was this other time I was on the train. It's always something with the train too in the morning time. And so God was also telling me like, sometimes I have to go into the office because I need to encounter other people. And like this person was um, a rolling up Coke 
and I was just in shock. And everybody else was just like, hmm, regular date, <laughs> nobody cared. And I was like, wow. And God was definitely telling me to stop, but I was, I was, it was just too much that day. I, I just could not listen that day. But I think about it. Wow. So in that moment for you, like, cause I feel like the Christian community, mm-hmm. I realized that there are some people that feel like God doesn't speak to people. Mm-hmm. Um, watching a video the other day of this man, like criticizing a famous preacher, mm-hmm. minister, and the minister was saying, oh, God's speaking to me right now. And God's mm-hmm. telling me all this stuff. And the person was like, I don't believe that God speaks to people, even though they believe in God. Mm. Um, So in that moment of you, like, encountering the woman on the train, sounds like a book. Oh, that is, I think it is something. The woman on the train. The girl on the train. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So in that, in your moments of, like, actual, like, real life time, Mm -hmm. what does, what does, what is that experience for you of hearing God, of knowing, like, God saying, like, okay, for the, like, while you're speaking to the woman, of saying, like, okay, give her the money, Mm -hmm. or do this, or do that, like, how do you, in that moment, Mm -hmm. be like, okay, this is God telling me to do something, Mm -hmm. like, what does that look like for you? For me, personally, um, it's like a inner voice, but I know it's not from me because it's something outside of myself, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that was that's even more solidified recently. We've had a conversation about there are some things that you just do because you are imitating the character of God. So it's not necessarily like, oh, God told you to do something in this moment. It's like, you know, you being nice, you being, you know, understanding, you being whatever it is, you know? But in that moment, it's like where my humanity kind of like the limits of my humanity was like you know i prayed with her i already had paid for her to get on the train and put extra money on her metro card all of those things so for me it's like you know i i did what you said i'm like pay attention i'm hearing her story i'm you know uh sympathizing with her and you know um really paying attention to her and humanizing her in that moment so for me i'm like okay i have done what we talked about this morning or like you know you kind of um told me to do this morning but then in that moment when it's like okay give her the money it's like i can't say that that's something that i would have immediately thought of to do within myself so it's and then because for me i'm so weary of that i don't act right away you know so we were on the train my train ride is like 22 25 minutes and I kind of felt that in the beginning of the train ride, but I didn't give her the money until the it end. Was, it was so it was a feeling, or was it a thought? No, it's like or an was inner it, voice. Thing. So you hear, like, yeah. so you audibly hear something that's like, no, 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 give her the money. <laughs> give her the money. <laughs> I'm just like, give her the money. I, I don't know. I'm saying, no, 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 no. I'm in that moment specifically, it was more so like, what would be my inner voice? But I'm saying it's outside of me because my humanity there's a limit to it you know in the sense of like okay there's certain things that you know are of you and then there's certain things you know are beyond so okay so the inner voice the inner thoughts Mm -hmm. um you know everybody's thoughts everybody like thoughts are different like people experience thoughts in different ways so for you when you have thoughts you hear your voice or you hear a voice so like what is that like yeah sometimes i hear a voice and sometimes it's just 
Like, is it like your voice, like your the way you talk in your head, or this like actually, it's so interesting because it's not the way I talk because I don't really know. Like, there's a way that I am hearing my voice as mm-hmm. it's being like projected into the world, but then there's a way that I think I hear my voice in mm-hmm. my head. That's two different things because when I hear my voice being played out, I'm like, that's not how I think I sound, you know? Yeah. So I mean, it's how I perceive my voice to be. Mm-hmm. Um, in my head but it's something that I would not normally like say or do or etc you know so when it's outside of like okay this isn't my what I perceive to be like my natural tendency exactly in this moment like exactly. and my natural tendencies is not to do this thing yeah so when you hear something like that mm-hmm. you're like okay this must be from God yeah and then even when I have that Stuff, like okay this might be from god i still like wait on it and if it doesn't go away if it's like a pressing pressing thing then i'm like okay you know maybe this is you know i should clue on this even more even more and even after the situation like even after i give her the money and stuff i still prayed about it after that and it was still like god will confirm it to me again in another way whether it's like reading the bible or something like that so i also try to get multiple conversations confirmations but in that moment obviously i couldn't do that in that moment so it was a part of me was moving on faith of like okay i think this is what god is asking me to do i'm gonna do it and if there was if in in the event that it wasn't god telling me to do this i still believe that you know the grace covers it in the sense of like i was able to be a blessing to her even if it wasn't if it ended up being like oh that's not what god told me to do um, so I think that's the thing I'm working on now of like stepping out in faith, even when I am not a hundred percent sure, cause that's what, like, that's my excuse for delayed obedience. It's like, mm, I think that was from God, but I'm not sure. So I'm just going to wait and wait and wait. And it's like, when God asks you to do something and you don't do it, I realize he also will give it to other people for certain things. And then it'll be like, wow. You know, we're all working in one spirit, you know. Yeah, definitely. That's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think about um, my experience of, I don't know. I always think back on this thing and I'm like, yeah, interesting. And I'll never forget that time when we prayed mm-hmm. and I was like, yo, I I heard God's voice. Like, I knew it was in my voice. Mm-hmm. Like, I knew. And I'm like, maybe I'm just, like, predisposed to hearing voices. <laughs> <laughs> Which time that we prayed? It was, like, it was um, it was when we used to do our prayers. Like, we used to call each other and mm-hmm. do, like, the nightly prayers. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then, like, I remember um, watching a preaching mm-hmm. around that time as well that was like, Oh, oftentimes when we want to hear from God, or we pray, mm-hmm. we pray, we unload, mm-hmm. we talk, 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 and then we don't even wait for mm-hmm. what God wants to impress on our hearts or what God wants to tell us. Mm-hmm. We just walk out. We're like, okay, mm-hmm. I unloaded, you know, whatever it was mm-hmm. done. And how can you hear from God when you're not taking that time right. to actually sit in stillness and say like, okay, God, like this is, I presented myself to you. Mm-hmm. Um, and what do you have for me? Mm-hmm. And that time I was like, okay, let, let's try. Like I wanted to try it, mm-hmm. not like try it, but like in that <laughs> moment, I just felt like, okay. Um, 
let's I was like okay let's pray let's take a minute to just hear from God and I was oh. like oh if we believe like we will hear from God you talking about recently no this wasn't recent oh. this was in I remember being in twin okay, so okay. this was the time we were all on the phone like I remember mm-hmm. like we were on the phone praying mm-hmm. and then like we took that like two minutes to just be still and I heard like a like when they literally say it was a small still, small still voice. voice like I heard that and it was like it was just saying like I am here and I was or here I am I think it was I am here here I am that's bad that I can't remember <laughs> I was just about to say that to <laughs> I'm like that's bad that I can't remember um but I, I'm pretty sure it was I am here. Mm-hmm. And in that moment, I knew that like it was for me because I had felt like, okay, God, like, you know, I feel like this praying thing I've been doing, all this stuff, like I'm not seeing it mm-hmm. in certain things. Um, and I just kind of like felt in that moment like, where is God right now in my life? And then... I was just like, yo, like, I was like, oh, my gosh, I heard God's voice. (laughs) Like, I was really just like, oh, my God, I just heard God's voice. I just heard God's voice. And then I was like, I don't know. Like, I was kind of psyching myself out. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't know. Was this really God? And then I, it was like the Bible reading that Mm -hmm. I read next was a verse. And in the verse, it was like, um, I am here. And I was like, wow, no, this has to be God. Mm -hmm. This is definitely God. And it was just amazing Mm. for me to feel like, oh, wow, not feel like, but to experience that um, God's voice in that moment Mm -hmm. um, when I was feeling really just like disappointed with God. Mm. Um, So that was kind of like an interesting, since then I haven't heard anything else, to be honest. I just um yeah but definitely that was yeah that was an experience um so what is some advice that you can give for people like even for me myself right now i think Mm -hmm. like i'm in a season where it's like i'm hearing from god Mm -hmm. right but things i'm like god like you can be a little bit more clear you know whereas Right now, I feel like God's speaking to me in a way where I'm seeing patterns of things. Like, it's in patterns. Mm-hmm. Um, I will put on a, a a sermon, and it would be the scripture that I feel like God has been putting on my heart. Mm-hmm. And then I would talk to someone else, and they would tell me that same scripture. Mm-hmm. And it was like the scriptures just would come, come, come from different angles. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, God, like, I know that there's something you want me to take from this specifically, but in this, I'm not exactly too sure, Mm -hmm. you know, what exactly from this that you want me to take, Mm -hmm. you know, Um, or if like, you're just looking for a direction of like, God, should I go this way or go that way? Mm -hmm. You know, there's certain things where like, we don't really need to hear from God too much because Mm -hmm. his laws are there for us. But in times where it's for direction, you know, what is your advice for that? In terms of direction. Hmm. Like being able to like, just shut out shut out the other stuff and be able to like clearly hear yeah. like this because i feel like that's something you're good at yeah. like i feel like for you it's like okay i need to know if i should 
take the job offer or not you're gonna pray about it and be like yeah god told me to do this Mm -hmm. if it's like oh should i do this i feel like yes eventually it's gonna be like yeah god exactly wants me to go here Mm -hmm. you know and give advice for the girls for the girls fasting that is the number one thing i Mm -hmm. would say um and at first i didn't know that notice that that was the pattern but especially when i think about even um you just reminded me there was a time where it was like okay should i um go into this apartment should i go into this apartment whatever the case was while we were in college and i literally took like a two hour walk two or three hour walk and i was just like trying to hear from god trying to hear from god that whole day and i was like okay i'm not gonna do anything else until i'm clear I was just like listening to gospel, listening to gospel that whole walk. And then when I came back home too, I was like, okay, you know, I still am not clear. So the whole, I stayed up the whole night and I was just like, I just want to hear from God. So I think, and that, I didn't know that was fasting at the time. I just knew like, okay, I'm really desperate to know because I don't want to make the wrong decision. And it wasn't a position where I could just like step out on faith and then be like, you know what? No, let me retract back. So I think removing distractions definitely helps me to better hear from God and then also understanding what those distractions are and then also how God speaks to you, right? So you mentioned the Bible um, reading thing. That I know is one way that God speaks to me a lot, you know? He knows that I need a lot of reassurance in this relationship. I'd be like, okay, I kind of think I hear from you and then I need something else to kind of solidify it so it's so good when it when it's the word of god because that's not changing you know so if i think i hear from god and then i read it in the bible i'm like oh for sure you know recently um the last time i fasted i had a dream i was really like wrestling already like i was already like okay i know i'm like something is happening and then i had a dream and it was like a consuming fire and i was just like and then I, the Bible reading I read, it when I, even when I was like, okay, praying, I was saying um, what was in Hebrews 12. And then when I woke up, my Bible writing was literally, my Bible reading was literally Hebrews 12. And it completely like made sense to what I was wrestling about. And then it also ended with that consuming fire, you know? So knowing that like, okay, God speaks to me through Bible reading, then I know I have to prioritize reading the Bible. If he, I know that I get easily distracted by because another way God speaks to me, which I think is another way God speaks to you, is through other people. But then also because I'm a person that like overthinks or like, you know, just has too many thoughts. Sometimes I have to eliminate even people's thoughts or whatever it is and just be like, okay, God, what is it that you want? So in order to do that, I really have to be strict on like, you know, spending time, intentional time of like silence and stillness, you know, so I can really truly hear. And I understand that everybody's life is different. So that might not be as practical for you to be like, okay, I'm just like, you know, not going to talk to anybody for the whole day and just try to hear from God. Um, So I would say, you know, God meets you where you're at, but just already having that heart posture and the expectancy, just like you were talking about in the prayer, you were like, no, like, we're going to hear from God. Like, I'm going to sit in stillness and hear from God. So having that heart posture of expectancy and then being intentional about the time that you want to hear, you know, in your prayers, like, okay, instead of me just sitting here having all these requests, because at the end of the day, God does know the requests that we have anyway. So sometimes just like, all right, I'm just going to sit here 
and see what I feel that God is bringing to me. And if I'm unsure, then I'll read it and then med- meditate on it, which is something you even told me of like, sometimes it's like, okay, you hear something, but the reason why it keeps, God keeps showing it up, showing it up, showing it up is because the seed has not fallen on good soil, you know? So in order to do that, you really have to meditate on that, meditate on that. Like, you know, maybe read it every day. Maybe you, I don't know. It looks different for everyone, you know? So really, I think there has to be a level of self-awareness in your relationship with God. Of like, how does God normally speak to me? And then how do I normally respond? And then what prevents me from hearing from God normally? What do I think? What could I even think that it is? You know, for some people, it's busyness. For some people, it's, um, I don't know. It, it's different for everyone in, in this society. There's also just so little time to just sit and think at all. So you really have to know, like, okay, how do I feel like God is going to meet me? Sometimes God would meet me on long drives, and that would be when he's talking to me, you know, because I didn't um, or wasn't really prioritizing him in other parts of my day. So it's like, okay, this time where I'm just, like, sitting here in silence or, you know, sitting here, you know, in praise and worship, I'm able to hear from God during that time. So it's like whatever, however your relationship with God already is. Um, and then finding out, okay, what is it, is it that I can do to adjust so that God can show up better for me? So it's both of you guys coming into the middle. Mm-hmm. I feel like the, I think the issue that people have, mm-hmm. right, when you are trying to rational, rationalize things is like, how do you know when you are just putting your desires and what you want into the mix Mm -hmm. you know because there is a certain level of human nature to just want to be like okay what god wants for me is what i I want want. for me Mm -hmm. and then we it's not until we look back and say actually Mm, that was what I wanted. Mm-hmm. Maybe that wasn't what God wanted. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times our feelings are as strong or can be even stronger yeah. than how we hear and attune to God. Yes. So in that moment, like I've had times where um, I'm like, oh, yeah, God, God was telling me this. God, God was telling me this. And then I look back and I'm like, mm. <laughs> That was kind of like what I wanted. Like my desires were so strong. And sometimes we even do that when we read the Bible. Mm -hmm. It's like Mm -hmm. we read the Bible and I had to um, really uncuff from that Mm -hmm. and ask God to change my heart Mm -hmm. and to open my mind and my heart up. Because I would open the word and I'm looking for something that validates what I want or what I feel or what I want to take away. You know, and then I open the word. And I'm like, yeah, this is how I feel. And I'm looking for something. And in doing that, you're going to be able to contort things to fit your narrative. You're going to be able to contort things to fit your situation, Mm -hmm. you know. And it wasn't until I'm just like, you know what, God. I'm I'm gonna take I'm gonna try to take away like I know I'm gonna be real mm-hmm. that this is what I want it to mm-hmm. be this is what I want you to have for me this is what I want to do mm-hmm. 
Um, but open my eyes and let my heart be able to see what you have for me, even if it's not something that I like. Mm-hmm. And I remember having to even do that with God and be like, I'm struggling with this thing and I want to be validated in it. But in actuality, you're like, what the truth is might not be what I like, right. you know? And then God definitely revealed it to me mm-hmm. in a way that was undeniable to be like yeah this is what i this is this is what i said about yeah. this thing um so in the midst of that you know how do we like as christians kind of prevent that from happening where it's like because our feelings are so strong it's like you want to move somewhere mm-hmm. right and you're just like no i really want to move here mm-hmm. you're praying about it you're praying about it you're like yeah yeah god said do it god yeah. said go but it's like maybe it's your heart posture that wanted it to be that way that wanted validation in that moment so it's like how do you look back and like not even look back but how do you prevent mm-hmm. yourself from doing that as a christian like how do we prevent that i think i mean in terms of preventing we're human beings so it's gonna happen right that's true so, but in the moment when it does happen so like the moving is a great example what i would do is try to see like okay if i really want to move to another state tell myself like you know what you're not moving and then see what that brings up like emotionally in me and then that will also let me know if i'm holding that as my desire rather than like oh god told me to do this you know if it's like okay you know i thought god wanted me to move but let me actually stay in the place where i you know am living if that brings you more emotional turmoil than doing what, which is hard to say because sometimes the thing God wants us to do also brings us as much like, you know, turmoil or as much like, you know, like you said, because the feelings are stronger. So it's hard. But like you said, I think when you really take yourself out of the equation and even ask yourself, because sometimes the reason we say that God told us to do this thing is also identifying what we really, really, really want that we're not even like being honest about how much we want it, you know? Mm -hmm. So taking yourself out of the situation and being like, okay, you know, why do I want to move? Or why do I feel like God is asking me to move? What would the benefits of me moving be in terms of like bringing glory to God? If you don't really have an answer to that, or sometimes you will make an answer to that because it aligns with what you want. Right. You know, but you have, that's what I'm saying. Like it has to be a level of like self-awareness, but beyond that, you really being honest. And I think in this year, that's something that um, God has really been dealing with me with of like showing up authentically in my relationship with him. Because if I can't do that, then I can't really show up authentically in any relationship, you know? And then God can't correct you if you always feel like, you know, I kind of like know best. It's like you have to kind of test yourself like, okay, what if God said not to do this thing? You know, like with the 40 days, I was doing that all the time. Like, I'm like, okay, what if I was to not do it? You know, what if, you know, even though I thought God told me to do it, I'm like, you know what, actually, I'm not going to do it. How would I feel about that? Would I be okay with that? Why would I be okay with that? Why, you know, just kind of doing that with yourself and really asking yourself hard questions and pushing yourself to really answer. And it will bring out what are your selfish desires versus what's something that would actually bring glory to God, you know? 
But at the same time, because God is a good father, sometimes we want something so bad, he will put, he, his grace will allow you to get the thing, even if it's not originally what he wanted for you, you know? Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's kind of, it's kind of hard to, to say. And I honestly don't necessarily even know like the perfect balance of that. And that's why I wrestled so long when I feel like, okay, God told me to do something. It takes me a while before I fully submit to the thing because I don't want it to be like, okay, this is something that I want to do, but I'm just putting, you know, God's name on it, you know? So. That is true. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think like, you know, we have to be careful of like over rationalizing things because mm-hmm. our thought process necessarily isn't a reflection of God, yes. you know, and isn't necessarily a reflection of what God thinks or how God is looking at us. Mm-hmm. Um, but as you're speaking, it just comes into mind that, you know, sometimes God allows us to go in a way where even if we think it's from him Mm -hmm. and it might not be, but God allows it. The Bible says that, you know, a man's heart plans Mm -hmm. his ways, but God at the end of the day will definitely ordain and guide your steps, you know? Mm -hmm. So you can plan and you can have it in your heart and it can ultimately, you can ultimately feel, you know, influenced by God and it might not be your, your rationalizations or whatever, but God will ultimately guide it mm-hmm. to the point where it will eventually come out, especially if you're living in his will. Yes, and I think that's, that's been highlighted um, so much. It's like, you can't want to hear from God, but your life isn't reflected in God's will. The things yeah. you're doing, mm-hmm. it's like, you know, you have to really be in that submission. Yes. Um, and when you're in that submission, even if the things that you think are from God, eventually God will be able to you know, kind of guide you mm-hmm. based off of sometimes external environment, mm-hmm. you internally or whatever mm-hmm. it is. Like we as believers, if you're called according to his purpose, you have to believe that everything's going to work out. Exactly. So even though sometimes you have to step out and do things when you don't hear from God, mm-hmm. when you're not hearing anything mm-hmm. and it's silent, S- like, yo. and you're just like, mm-hmm. okay, God, I don't know. You're not saying anything. So... It's like you can sit still in it, you can move in it, whatever, mm-hmm. you know, depending on your nature. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the end of the day, God knows you mm-hmm. and God knows ultimately like how to guide it, you know. Mm-hmm. So sometimes it's just like, okay, what's going to happen if I do it? What's going to happen if I don't? But I think in a way like God kind of has um, his hand either or. Yes, I was you just, know. literally, while you were saying that, in my head, I was like, there's grace for both. Yes, exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. But for the things that God definitely has um, an assignment and a purpose, and there's a certain way he wants you to do it, or there's a certain, I guess, anointing for, mm-hmm. I do believe that um, God's just going to keep bombarding you. Yes. But also... Um, having the holy spirit um that is so 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 important yes 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 that is so important because the holy spirit having the holy spirit it's like you're on another level now because you're able to really that's god in you that's god living in you with you and also like when you have the holy spirit you kind of 
develop I don't know how to explain it, but just this relationship where throughout the day, mm-hmm. you know, you're, you're, God is depositing things. Yes. God is depositing things. Jesus. And you know, because it's oftentimes not things that you want to face. Yo. It's not realities that you even want to say to yourself, like in a moment where it's like, yeah, God's hitting you in the face and saying, you know, convicting you of things that mm-hmm. normally you you were doing fine before and you yeah. had no feeling, no type of feelings about. You yeah. know, it's like the harsh truths and mm. the harsh realities. Um, so mm. yeah, like honestly, the reality is in this in the in these times, people are so quick to be like god told me god told me and you know the truth is like once someone says god told them it's nothing you could really say like that's also my motto too where it's like if someone comes to me and they tell me like god told me i'm like okay (laughs) like what can you really say to that like Mm -hmm. you can only just you know it's their relationship with god Mm -hmm. um you can just be like, okay, all right, God told you. Mm-hmm. God, that, And I think, like, sometimes as Christians, we use that as our ultimate trump card. Yeah. It's like, ha-ha. Like, <laughs> you know, you can't tell me nothing now because yeah. God told me. <laughs> and it's like, oh, 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 okay. Like, you over here telling the pastor, too. It's like, okay, what can he say, too, right? <laughs> you know? And um, it's like, it's it's understandable, you know, when you want to really defend, like, the things you're doing or what. I mean, mm. God will never tell you to do something that's not, that's against his word. That's right. number one. Mm. So if it's against God's word, God did not tell you that thing. You would, you need to <laughs> cancel, cancel out whatever is speaking to you. Because <laughs> if God can speak to you, the devil can speak to you as true. well. Other things can speak to you That's as true. well. Um, even in the midst of you being in the kingdom, mm-hmm. you know, there is, look, the serpent was in the garden, mm-hmm. you know, and he was able to speak to Eve. Mm-hmm. So how much more are you, you know? Um, so you do have to be weary of like, of those things to be attuned Mm -hmm. to those things and double check with God and Mm -hmm. really take it to him in prayer and be like, God, um, I feel like you want me to do this thing. I think this is what you're pressing upon my heart because if you take it to him in prayer, you know, obviously like God hears you, he's going to confirm or whatever, or eventually time will tell, Mm -hmm. um, if it was really God. I think time is the ultimate answer for, was it really God? Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of times then through experience Mm -hmm. now, um, you're able, like you said, you, you have studied, you have, you know, looked at like what, like, how does God usually talk to me? All these Mm -hmm. things. Then you kind of get the, get into a groove of knowing God's voice. And, you know, as his sheep, we have to be attuned to knowing Mm -hmm. what, what God's voice is telling us, especially in these times, honey. It, yo. So, yo, that's, that's so just the that's just the truth of it. Oh yeah, you know the whole. I think the point about the Holy Spirit, you can't even drive that home enough because the Holy Spirit will convict you to the point where you will say, "Oh, God told me to do this thing," and then the Holy Spirit is like, "Okay, God said to switch it up," and you got to be humble enough to switch it up. You yeah. know, like in that moment, it's that like real in like real time of convicting you changing you and you have to be able to be attuned to the holy spirit to the point where you're malleable as opposed to holding on to like oh you know but god told me but god told me it's like okay 
now he's telling you something else through the Holy Spirit because that's God living in you. Yeah. So if you're not able to change or you're still holding on to like, oh, you know, God told me to move and the Holy Spirit is like, no. And you're like, no, but God told me to move. It's like, are you really, that's not true. That will even expose that that's not true. You know, if the Holy Spirit tells you something else and you're still holding on to like oh but god's voice said this and this and that then you're not you're trying to fulfill your own desires yeah. you know and that's the thing about the holy spirit will expose to us who we are for real you know um the bible says it's well it says the word of god is the discerner between spirit and truth but i think the holy spirit has that same a ability to discern it gives us that discernment in the moment of yeah. our actions and um, I think that is really, really important. And the you have to create an environment for to not grieve the Holy Spirit. You know, like that's something that's also been like on my heart of like, OK, how am I creating space for the Holy Spirit to live or how am I stifling the Holy Spirit? Mm, you know, mm. because that's also will help you to hear from God clearer or be like, oh, this is just a whisper, you know? Exactly. It's like, okay, what is the environment that I'm creating in order to hear God's voice louder, you know? Exactly. Yeah. It's yes. really important. That is true. That mm-hmm. is true. Yup. It, it, it's how your thought life is. Like, Oof. what is your thought life? And Oof. I realized that, like, the Holy Spirit was not happy with my thought life because mm-hmm. my thoughts were sometimes, like, not sometimes. They were judging, mm-hmm. judgmental, mm-hmm. Um, negative, very negative yeah, thoughts. Very, and the Holy Spirit doesn't want to live in that. Mm-hmm. The Holy Spirit doesn't want to live in a place where, you know, every time someone walks by, you have a negative thought about them. Mm-hmm. You know, that is and I agree with the Holy Spirit so it's like mm, the Holy Spirit don't even you're stifling it like you said yeah. and that's why it's like yeah. <laughs> you can't hear what he's trying to tell you mm-hmm. because of your thoughts like mm-hmm. your thoughts and God cares more about that yeah. because it's like you can have a godly appearance mm-hmm. right but if what's in your heart isn't right and that's a lot of people that's wow. a lot of Christians and wow. a lot of Christians were like we're not doing the the Ten Commandments like the Ten Commandments we're like okay we got we got that down mm-hmm. but it's like what's your heart like right. what it, what is your feelings towards mm-hmm. people do mm-hmm. you have love towards people or do you have hate do you have yeah. jealousy mm-hmm. do you have all these things mm-hmm. you know and those are the things that the holy spirit can't work through Mm -hmm. so it's like yeah you're not hearing things because you're too busy you know having all these other issues Mm -hmm. having all these other things exactly so Mm -hmm. you know so that is like something that god definitely revealed to me um in like last year and this year Mm -hmm. oh like that's something you need to work on like that is the ways that you are definitely stifling the holy spirit Mm -hmm. in you when you're doing that right and the and i don't mind is the devil's playground like actually and why is that because if you if the devil can get to our mind he has already won you know yeah if he can get to what you're thinking and you know put all these negative thoughts like you said if God can speak to you, the devil can speak to you, you know, right. and you have to really be aware of that. And if you're confused, you go to the word of God. What does God say? Because exactly. God sounds like him and the devil sounds true. like lies. You that know? is true. God that is sounds true. like him. And you need a, the thing. You got to stop it in its tracks. And that's something mm-hmm. that, you know, um, well, that verse. someone has asked me before, um, just dealing with like, 
a lot of thoughts dealing with, you know, um, what do they call it? Intrusive thoughts. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, sometimes, you know, you hear these voices that just have like crazy things to say and you just gotta, you're a liar. Like I started doing that. I'm like, you're a liar. That's not me. That's not of God. Mm -hmm. That's not it. Mm -hmm. And just really attacking them as they come Mm -hmm. and not entertaining it, not entertaining it to be like, Oh, this like it's just entertaining in your mind and being like, okay, like no, don't right when you get that thought, that mm-hmm. evil thought, that thought that is not according to God's word, mm-hmm. that thought that is whatever the negative thought it is at that moment. You know, if you need to speak the uh, God's truth in it, God's word in mm-hmm. it, or just reject it right there the way Jesus did to Peter, like I rebuke you. <laughs> yes, that's what you gotta do. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and there's literally um, a verse. I can't. I'm not gonna say it perfectly right now, but it's like holding every thought captive into the obedience of Jesus. You know, like when they come, like what is that holding captive? Even if you think about that physically, it's like I caught you. Like that's it. That's it. Taking it out immediately. You know, and it's something that's hard, and that's why um, the Bible even says to be um, transformed by the renewing of your mind. And it's like renewing is a continual thing because we know that we have to do that frequently. It's not like, okay, you're saved. You know, you have the Holy Spirit and you're not going to get any intrusive thought. No, you have to renew your mind every single day. You have to surrender every single day. It's a hard battle and it's a fight, you know, but it's like the fight. If you're fighting any fight, fight the fight to believe, you know, the fight of faith. Amen. Yeah. Fight the fight of faith. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Period. Period. Yeah. Well, let us know if you um, have any stories of strange ways or strange things that mm-hmm. God has told you or asked you to do and send that to our podcast email, www.apodcast.tv at gmail.com. Yeah. There's a period between WWA and podcast. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't think it matters. Okay. It doesn't matter. That's perfect. Because Gmail, they don't care. It's just, I guess, it's aesthetics. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well. So put your um your answer to that and send us an email and mm-hmm. also any other questions mm-hmm. or any any other topics that you guys want us to speak about please send it on into our email yes and then now we're gonna go into our book review yes so this week's book um was speak finding your voice trust your gut and get from where you are to where you want to be by today Oyeni. okay so in terms of rating on a scale of one to five how would you rate the book um i love the book the book was so good to me like honestly it's one of those easy reads mm-hmm. and those kind of like conversational reads um, and then she had so many great stories in there. So it was kind of like, I mean, it's like a memoir, mm-hmm. um, but it was like so entertaining and so fun to read. And something that was like, honestly, like sometimes when you read some books, it's like, oh, this is dragging. But mm-hmm. it was just like really quick through. Mm-hmm. So I would rate it five out of five. Okay. I would rate it 
a 4.5. You <laughs> are just so annoying. Like, are you one of those people that's like, oh, if they were to give you something, you can never give it a 10? Um, Like, if they were to say 10 out of 10, you would never give it a 10 out of 10. Um, I don't... <laughs> it's like why can't something be like no some things amazing are, no great no, five out of five no yes some things are five out of five so i don't know what it what is making me say 4.5 so um i will say it's a five out of five <laughs> maybe i'm just being annoying i don't know i love how i'm able to bully you to change no yeah you i mean <laughs> it's just i don't have energy today sometimes though i'll definitely <laughs> double down <laughs> Over 4.5 <laughs> rating, but no, it, it really was a really good book, and I remembered even my um my experience reading it. I agree, it was very conversational, and it was I I read a lot of memoirs during that same time, and so I was really able to like enjoy the style of writing that the author had, and relate to a lot of the stories. And it was like a good balance of like it was there were parts where it was funny, but it was also thought provoking, but it was also sad. Like it just took me on like an emotional roller coaster in a good way. Mm, yeah. Um, and so even when it ended, it was like, wow, like it was more so towards the last couple of chapters out where I was like emotional. Yes. You know? Yes. Yeah. I definitely like shed a tear too. Me too. Like that two tears. Yeah. Two. I was like, oh Yeah, for yeah. sure. Definitely, sure. definitely. I think, like, the thing that's most inspiring about the book, which I feel like just relates to the things I care about, is, like, living in authenticity. Mm, like, yes. that's what I really took from the book the most. Was, mm-hmm. like, when you live in your authenticity, mm-hmm. I'm telling you, like, like the path for you will open up mm-hmm. because you're being true to yourself. You're being true to who God made you to be mm-hmm. and you're living in that. It's just only up from there, mm-hmm. you know, living your truth. Like, I love that. I just, I love that about the book. And, mm-hmm. you know, she explained, um, growing up bigger and wanting to lose weight and then just having insecurities and just feeling like she was, a uh, extrovert trapped in an introverted body Mm -hmm. kind of thing and just struggling with that but honestly when she was able to like lose weight and just decide to live and more authentic Mm -hmm. that's when like doors open for her Mm -hmm. and I resonated with that I loved that and I was like yo like how can I you know challenge myself to live more authentically Mm That's so funny because that's been my whole, I feel like, journey within, like, recently. Of like, okay, how am I not living authentically and how can I live more authentically? And what I related to most, which is the title of the book, is that thing of, like, having a voice, but your voice being stifled under all your insecurities, all your feelings of like inadequacy, all these things of like, you know, living how other people want you to live as opposed to living authentically and really using your voice and allowing who you are to open the doors for you, to make the path for you, to put the people around you that are supposed to be around you. A lot of what um, made her story so inspirational too was just like the connections that would just lead to other connections that would just lead to other connections and 
all of that can only happen when you truly are living authentically all the time. And that really starts with using your voice. So I really resonated with the title being speak. And I feel like, I, especially when I started working, I was just like, yo, like, I just can't talk anymore. And even doing this podcast, I was like, I just cannot talk. Like, what is it about, like, you know, feeling that I felt like I was, I'm going through that journey of rediscovering my voice and trying to now work that out and live authentically and allow the doors to open for me. And I realized just like, um, for her, the my career slash like school and all of those things is one area where the paths the doors continue consistently open for me and it's because it's easy for me to live authentically in that you know which is kind of like a little bit backwards but it does speak true to the why um there's so many testimonies in that the way that path goes is because i'm doing that thing of like speak you living authentically and using my voice and really not being afraid to speak mm, 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 mm. yeah i love that mm. honestly i feel like what helps you to live more authentically is actually even just having the holy spirit mm. um because <laughs> when you come into this world as you are like mm -hmm. like she said like from when you're a child like you have a predisposition already of like who you are as a person mm -hmm. and then life kind of rains on your parade yeah. and like you get so many different criticisms you get mm -hmm. so many things that beat you down along the way and you get all these things that you tell yourself or people tell you all these lies the enemy tells you and then when you finally have the holy spirit god will tell you who you are yeah. you know there are things that you don't know that you're capable of you don't know there's things inside of you that needs to be released you know and Ooh. sometimes the activator in that is the holy not even sometimes the activator in that is the holy spirit working in you to tell you this is who you are mm -hmm. even when you look at people in the bible it's like they didn't know the full scope of who they were mm -hmm. until god stepped into the picture mm -hmm. and that is when they could really be able to see this is me this mm -hmm. is who i've always been mm -hmm. but you need god the person that created you the person that put you here for a purpose and a reason to be able to bring that out sometimes mm -hmm. and in the book she doesn't really talk about um god and the holy spirit in that way but she talks about like kind of like in a more Mm. arbitrary yeah like it just in a more like abstract abstract way of just saying you know the drum follow the drum beat <laughs> follow the light, the light follow this but it's like as christians we know that it's the holy spirit mm -hmm. and the holy spirit will lead you and guide you into that path and when you submit to god god will show you who you actually are there's a lie that the enemies can tell you who you are mm -hmm. you're you know a bad itch and all this stuff <laughs> it's like no that's the world that's the enemy mm -hmm. god knows who you actually are yeah yeah that's so true and it's so funny because you said release and that's um, the title of my book and even in reading it it really confirmed to me why it was i was having so much internal struggle of like mm, i don't want to put it out all of those things it's not allowing your voice to just live for itself and not even knowing how many people th that thing can bless you know and just being able to tell your story and to be authentic of like you know that was my experience but this is not that is not completely who i am you know and it's so funny because god has me reading um all of the books in the bible where 
Paul is speaking or Paul is like a part of. I was just like, why? Like it just, I, I just didn't understand it. But I relate so much to Paul now because he had the same feelings of inadequacy, but God kept telling him who he was and kept putting him in a position to even remind himself who he was. You know, he had points of time where he was talking to the church and he's like, you know, I'm not the best speaker. I'm not the best this. I'm not the best that. But yet so many books in the Bible are Paul speaking. And it's like we're quoting first Corinthians, second Corinthians, Philippians, all of these books. And it's like that was Paul. And yet Paul felt like he was inadequate as a speaker, you know, so just all, all makes sense. Full circle. Definitely full circle. And if you can't, aren't able to find your voice in your authentic self, it's like, how can you represent God? Mm -hmm. You know, so I think that is why God pushes for that is because at the end of the day, Paul stood as a representation for God. And there were times where he had to speak in front of kings, mm -hmm. in front of political figures, in mm -hmm. front of different people, mm -hmm. you know. And if you're still living under the lies and under the insecurity and all that yeah. stuff, you're not going to be able to properly represent the kingdom yeah. because there isn't insecurity in the kingdom. There, there isn't self-doubt in the kingdom. Mm -hmm. You know, we have to be bold as Christians. We're called to be bold. Mm -hmm. And how do you be bold if you're not reaching from a place that is true? Mm -hmm. So I really do like see that <laughs> that is true and honestly even in my walk with god i'm like god like how can i you know reach more into this part of me so that when i'm called to do these things when i'm called to you know go into the ministry i'm called to when i'm called to do all these things i can go into it with assurance and know that this is the way for me right. and like just have that confidence yeah, I like said that in my prayer this morning. Confidence, and I think that. she said that in the book, or I'm just making that up. I don't remember that in the book. <laughs> <laughs> I feel she like talked about church, but she didn't really. Talk. I didn't hear. I I think I would remember confidence. Yeah, because I love when people wear that shirt. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna get one. Facts. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, overall. It was a really, really good book, um, something that I would definitely recommend to everyone, even if you're not necessarily struggling with um, finding your voice or feeling the need to speak. I think there's even something so powerful about reading someone's memoir because we all have a story. You yeah. Know? And in reading someone else's story, it reminds you of your own story. Mm -hmm. And there's no difference between you and the author, except one person decided to take a leap of faith and write it down. You know, that is true. So. Amen to that. I love that. Mm -hmm. Yes. Everyone has a story. Yeah. And it deserves to be shared. Well, that's all we have for this episode. Stay blessed. Stay blessed. Welcome to our new listeners and thank you for returning listeners. Please follow our Instagram page, Whose We Are, and be sure to reach out to us via email at wwa.podcast.tv at gmail.com for any questions, testimonies, prayers, anything you want us to respond to either in the email or in our episode. We love to hear from you and look out for our upcoming newsletter as well as my book coming this summer.